All right, hi, welcome back, Attorney Steve Vondren. Welcome to another exciting episode of Vondren Legal Hour. I hope everybody's doing well. Off to a great 2021 and doing your biz and doing your thing. Okay, so I'm going to talk in this podcast about settlement agreements with the Business Software Alliance. Business Software Alliance, okay? Um, Now, Business Software Alliance, they are an organization, a software trade association in Washington, D.C. They do a lot of audits for Microsoft is actually one of their big ones. They also do Autodesk and and other um, audits for other members of their trade association. But um, negotiating these cases can be tricky. And if you've never done one before and you get to the end of your um, your case and you finally get down to the settlement, you go, you look at the settlement and you go, what on earth is this? And so it can be a whole different world. We have handled hundreds of these uh, business software BSA audit cases as we call them. So we have a lot of experience dealing with their settlement agreements, but I want you to know kind of in advance what the, some of the things that you're going to be looking at when you're entering into a settlement agreement, okay? Now, obviously, first thing you want to look at, you're going to negotiate your terms, your dollar amount. The dollar amounts can be pretty high in software audit cases, and that's we deal with a lot of companies. And um, surprisingly, the uh, audit, the uh, settlement fees can be very high. So, obviously, you're going to negotiate your 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 price, your terms, and in the release, you want to make sure everything is clear. What are you paying? When are you paying? Who are you paying? And obviously, that is your price, your terms. Will they in, allow installment payments? Will they have interest rate financing? Now, a lot of times with um, software audits and software licensing, there are companies out there that will finance the purchase of you know anything, of course, but in, in addition, purchasing software. So that's usually an option that people have. There's also personal guarantees. Sometimes you get into a situation where you say, well, I can pay over a year, and you may find situations with certain vendors, certain software publishers, where they want you to give a personal guarantee. Now, we never like personal guarantees, but um, there is a time and a place that is something to discuss with your software counsel. Now, so that's your price and your terms, who, what, where, and when, how you're going to pay, making sure that everything is confirmed or received. Usually, we're talking wiring funds. That's usually how it goes, okay? Now, in your agreement, you want to make sure that the parties are um, addressed. This is usually right in the top of your settlement, who the parties are. Now, I point this out because you're going to want to make sure that your officers and directors are getting released out of this um, settlement release agreement. Your officers, your directors, your employees, your agents, things like that. You want to make sure that that is covered. A lot of times I'll see um, companies that may come to us and say, here's my settlement agreement, blah, blah, blah. And I say, well, is this releasing your officers and directors? You know, so you're going to want to check on that. That's a very important term of your settlement. Okay. What else? Um, The release itself, obviously, this is what you're you're paying for in many respects, is the actual release of any and all claims, including copyright infringement claims and any other claims that they may have. So um, the release, you're going to want to make sure everyone's released. Now, something that's important in BSA audits is they will only release you for the software that you disclosed 
as and which ends up being unlicensed. So in other words, if you're using Microsoft Office and pirated, let's just say pirated Microsoft Office and pirated Windows, but you only tell them about the pirated Windows, you will not be released for the for the Microsoft Office products. You only are going to get a release for that which you disclose, okay? Now that's for um, a lot of companies that I deal with, uh, Vero, SolidWorks, Siemens, other companies. They usually will only release you for what was at issue. In other words, if you held something back and you're not telling them everything you had when you provide audit results, and it turns out that you had, a, had something else, they could come back and get you for the office products, for example. So you want to be careful. Talk with your counsel. You want to make sure you're doing a good, complete, thorough audit of all the software on your computers, laptops, servers, things like that. But your release is going to be based on what you disclose. And that ties into what we call a warranty. Uh, when you're settling these cases, and, and this is why I say it's good sometimes to start at the back, like we're doing here, talking about the settlement agreement, um, but you're making a warranty to them when you're when you're settling. In most cases, most companies are going to do this, um, Autodesk and things like that. But you're going to be making a, a warranty that that the settlement is based on the truthfulness or the veracity of your audit results. So if it turns out somehow they come back, we've seen this. They come back a year later and they go, "You had other additional pirated software." And, um, you know, our settlement agreement could be deemed null and void. And so you can run into problems. But just remember, you're going to be making this certification, if you want to call it that, that what you produced as part of your audit results is, uh, in fact, legitimate. Okay? So that ties into that. You have confidentiality clauses. This is important. Um, I learned early on with the BSA is that um, I got to the end of one of my early cases and uh, years back and and I got to the end and they I said okay well where's the I need the confidentiality clause in here we're negotiating the terms and they said oh you want confidentiality that's extra I said what do you mean extra that's a term that we're negotiating so you have to be careful for that one okay you want to make sure when you're settling and you're throwing numbers around that it's always going to be subject to good acceptable terms so that you can still negotiate that in without having to pay for it. Now, why do you want it? You don't want people posting, hey, uh, you know, um, Jones Law Firm just settled a big case with the BSA for $125,000. You don't want them doing press releases and things like that, okay? So, um, in and the final thing that I'm going to talk about today, not to say that this is an exclusive list, but I wanted to hit you with the big ones that you, so just so you can realize what, what's ahead, is um, schedules. When you're dealing with, um, and, and again, this is a lot of different companies, but in particular, the BSA has you, when you settle, you need to delete all the infringed software. You need to make a list of that, and they want that list, and you need to make a list of all the software that you're acquiring, if any, to replace pirated software, okay? So these are called schedules, and these get turned in to their counsel, and it's usually after the case settles, and you have a certain time period um, to get those turned into them, okay? So those are some of the things that you should be thinking about. When you get a letter from, uh, they have regional law firms, when you get a letter from the BSA or one of their regional law firms, 
um, you might want to seek legal counsel because I can tell you in most cases they're going to have legal counsel experienced copyright lawyers on their side and you want to get one on your side as well. The damages, the uh, potential liability in these cases is huge. Have we seen, uh, we have seen demands, let's put it this way, in the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. So it's not something to take lightly, um, especially if, you don't, if you're a company that doesn't really buy a lot of software, um, that your exposure can be significant. So give us a call. We are the Software Audit Defense Law Firm, Attorney Steve Vondren. And again, we've done hundreds of audits for a wide variety of companies, big and small in all kinds of industries, okay? So more information, you can find us on the web at attorneysteve.com. That's attorneysteve.com. So now you know a little bit more about settlement agreements, in particular as they relate to software audits, okay? Hope this has been informative. If you like it, feel free to share it on your social media networks. Have a great day. We'll be back. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel. We broke 25,000 subscribers in uh, last year, end of the year, so it was a great accomplishment for us. We got more videos coming this year. If you want to learn about the law, that's the place to do it. Check out attorneystevevideos.com, attorneystevevideos.com. Have a great day.